Mic check, mic check, mic check. We in the building. Yep, yep. Good to yep. go. Frankly speaking, featuring me, Frankie D. I know you're going to dig this. You know, I'm a whole grown-ass black man, so I got a lot of thoughts. You know what I'm saying? You are fake news. Fuck you. The revolution will not be televised. You cannot cancel that which you did not create. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. If you follow me on the gram, I'm always talking shit about something. I'm always pissing somebody off, somebody mad about some shit that I said. It was like, you know what? Why not take some of that banter and some of that dialogue and um, get my podcast on? You know what I'm saying? Again, what the fuck we not going to do is be canceled. Ain't a motherfucker can cancel me, bitch. Cancel your mama. Peace. Mic check, mic check, mic check. We in the motherfucking building. What's up? It's time. Time to have some dialogue. You know what I'm saying? Time to powwow, talk about shit. You know, talk about the culture, talk about world affairs, talk about music, talk about whatever the fuck we feel like talking about. You know what I'm saying? Friday Night Frank, man, that's me. Frankly speaking, with Frankie D, the podcast, DMV based. Very proud. I'm going to say that again. DMV based. Because we here. And uh, it's DMV time. We running shit. We about to run shit the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Got my exec producer in the building, real name Licious, pouring up the potion. I ain't gonna tell y'all what it is, but it's a reason that we in this motherfucking y'all can't see shit. Niggas don't need to see nothing, they just need to open their ears. They need to open their ears so they can listen intently and objectively, not subjectively. We don't do subjective here, you feel me? You open your motherfucking ears, we gonna stay in context. We gonna stay on task. Got a special guest in the building too. My man Capo in the building. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you having me on, man. Hey, man. I'm just, uh, it's always good to have some dialogue. And I don't want niggas to think I'm so hell bent on just being a one man show. It ain't really about that. I don't really give a fuck. It's just about fruitful, flowing dialogue. Yeah. Um, Exchanging some ideas and, you know, talking about shit that's going on in the world, talking about hot topics, trending topics, not so trending topics sometimes. You know, uh, our people, we always so uh, consumed by a bunch of dumb shit all the time. Sure. You know what I'm saying? We um, got we to gotta get born the conversation that moves. You know what I mean? Like, facts. Since, since I mean, hey, we, we met today. I've heard your name several times, but we, we met today, and since you walked in, we've been having flowing conversation that's been fruitful. Yeah, we've been vibing, bro. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the, the invite on Mike was, was appreciated, but we had a whole pod pre- <laughs> and I can't take credit for that. I can't take credit for the for the invite on the mic. Um, I gotta always give props to my mans. Um, what I love about this podcasting space, um, I'm not no dumb nigga. I've always had to give a gab kind of jive. Like I, I you know, uh, probably get that shit from my pops for real. Not probably. I do. Um, I never really thought to have a podcast, but I always got shit on my mind. I'm always looking at the world, looking at what's going on in the world, looking at what's going on in the news, what's going on in culture, and always paying attention to how misinformed our people are. You know what I'm saying? About a lot of different shit mm-hmm. that's really important that niggas don't even be thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um, right even, some of the, yeah, even some of the dialogue we had just before bruh pulled up, you know what I'm saying? That shit right there is gold. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, you know, we gonna end up on some list. We had that conversation publicly. Hey, bruh, <laughs> we gonna fuck around and be uh, <laughs> you know, I don't want to speak certain shit into existence, but yeah, you just hit the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. But uh, I ain't playing with it. Yeah. And I'm gonna talk my shit as always. <laughs> We're gonna do that if we don't do nothing else. For sure. Um, I don't know, bro. I feel like talking about. I feel like talking about Nick Cannon today. Ah, brother Nick. This shit been on my heart. Um, you know, I don't know niggas what the fuck he means. It's been on his heart. Nigga is just, you know, I'm always. I'm always thinking. I'm a nigga that's always thinking and trying to understand people and understand um, thought processes and, mm-hmm. and, you know, just that human dynamic. You know, so Nick's been all over the news lately for, you know, he, Being a hard worker. he's a hard worker, bro. You know what? I'm about, I'm about to say some shit, and this was on my mind, and I'm glad you said that, um, pun intended. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Pun in fucking tended. Bruh is a hard worker, right? On a few different fronts. Now, before we go down that road that you talking about, um, Nick Cannon, in my eyes, and, and y'all can be like, where the fuck this nigga get this shit from? Nick Cannon is the Bill Cosby of this generation. If Bill wasn't the pill, I'd be all on board. But if we could, if we could say he was Bill Cosby pre the pill, I'm with. I get exactly what you're saying because he was Mr. Nickelodeon. He he had the kid market on lock, bruh. And then and then to that point I made earlier, he grew up with him, bruh. He grew up. Oh, y'all started liking me when you was twelve. You already there, bruh. So you went from Nick Nick at night or whatever to his podcast and 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 through through the whole thing. Yeah, I get. I, that part I get. I just hope he ain't yeah. saying dropping pills nowhere. And that's really it. Nick is, um, he's a more multifaceted version of Bill mm-hmm. in this holistic media space. Mm-hmm. So when I say a holistic media space, um, you know, I, I ain't gonna tell niggas when I was born, but I'm older, obviously. Um, we had Bill Cosby albums, vinyl, mm-hmm. in my house. Um, everybody loves Google, Google's, Google's your friend. Mm-hmm. Look up Rat On, R-A-T, Rat On, which was kind of spin on Right On, Right On, Right On. Um, one of Bill's classic comedy albums. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wore that shit out so bad that I scratched my daddy's album and I thought I was gonna get an ass whooping. Thank goodness I didn't. Mm. Um, going from- They don't even know about scratching a record or a CD. Bruh. Scratching music, period. Yeah. Like the DJ didn't do that? Right, right, <laughs> right. Where you get it from? It's so it's it's such an interesting story, Bill, in that media space because before he became so vilified, you know, with these these allegations. I'm gonna call him that, because I the fuck I I wasn't there. Um but I but I do know some shit as we discussed previous episode. I'm acutely aware of a lot of shit that people are not. Um, lucky mm-hmm. me um, but everybody's got a different thought on you know what happened what took place his level of guilt whatever the, whatever the case is Bill in this holistic media space was responsible for motherfucking fat Albert facts 
bruh, do niggas really understand the impact of the Cosby show? Like probably the biggest black television show of all time. Let me let me ask you a question because you might have a better better reference on this. If I'm not mistaken, the Cosby's was like the first like well-to-do black family on TV. Nigga, the black lawyer. Fat Albert was like the first black cartoon. So that that's yeah. You, you gotta feel me? To him. You gotta get to him on that. You feel me? Yeah, you gotta get to him on that. And and Raven Simone. Bruh. Her own empire. Bruh. Yeah. Yeah. Like and 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 we was fucked up with Bill, like us, you know, black males, mm-hmm. generally speaking, because he would, you know, get out in public in these public forums and spaces and, you know, talk about how badly niggas might be behaving or pre- presenting themselves. Mm-hmm. Niggas was fucked up with him. I was one of them niggas because mm-hmm. at the time I was much younger and didn't really understand um, where he was coming from in terms of contribution to the culture mm-hmm. and what he was trying to get across. And then of course motherfuckers would be like, oh, that nigga's raped, he was giving bitches pills, giving bitches Spanish, blah, blah, blah. Um, whatever that nigga was doing, I'ma say it again, I wasn't there. But what I do know is that those were his personal bedroom exploits. That was the shit that he was doing behind the scenes that didn't have shit. Nigga, I'ma give me some pussy later. I'ma give me some pussy later. You feel me? I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna have this dialogue. I'm gonna talk about what I wanna talk about. But when this shit is over, I'm going to fuck home. And I might fuck around and, you know, cause I have an old lady, I have a wife at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go do some wild shit. Mm-hmm. You know, fuck. I might ask her if she want a pill or some shit tonight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, um, I know these motherfuckers are gonna be mad, bro. I'm, I'm saying all this to say, and let me get back to the bigger point. Comedy albums. Mm-hmm comedy specials, mm-hmm. fucking live television comedy specials, mm-hmm. The Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. Animation. Animation, mm-hmm. like, come on, bruh. And not to mention, um, it's very well known and very well documented that there was this intent by him to be able to, at some point in his career life, own NBC. Mm. There was a beef around that that we believe, well, we ain't, you know, Get my conspiracy theory shit. Yeah, which is which is actually true because you know when they say that shit, you know that that just that term alone might actually be um, a show in and of itself mm-hmm. to discuss like the origins of mm-hmm. you know because um, I've done some research on that and I would really like to delve know, into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like to talk to people. I like to educate motherfuckers. You know, That's niggas don't. My you daddy like the niggas the news the way they the way they can digest it. Yeah, because you know niggas if 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 you ever don't want black people to know some shit don't want them to know some shit, put it in a book. Mm-hmm. Put in a book, newspaper. News, right. That's my daddy used to always say. And that Instagram shit, caption. That shit, read, <laughs> that shit rings true, bruh. That shit rings very true. All of those different spaces that Bill has been able to be in, even feature movies. Uh, I think niggas forget he was on uh, uh, regular network television, I Spy. Mm-hmm. Nick Cannon has become Bill Cosby for the culture for this generation. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Uh, Like you shed light on Nickelodeon. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, he's been an actor, you know, um, I ain't gonna give him, you know, I'm not about to call this nigga a comedian. I know he 
think he is, and he even do that, comedy. Bro. I ain't about to get a nigga that. Uh, but any any hat you could wear in entertainment, he went after it. All of it, like very well, any of them. very well. Music, um, I mean, that one was probably the uh, my least favorite. But all of us, all of us, because I ain't gonna, lie, I ain't heard of Nick Cannon. Actually, did have a verse on some shit that I remember being like, damn, that nigga kind of. He kind of let it go on that one. Yeah, it was one joint. You know what I'm saying? Lish is like, nah, bro, I don't even know the fuck you talking about, nigga. I ain't listen no shit. You know what I'm saying? Say, no, there, there's no good Nick McCannon music. Hey, Nick, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I mean, if a nigga listening, you Man, know. My, my favorite thing about Nick Cannon, I ain't gonna hold you. For, for, for a nigga that we have considered corny since Ben Win. True, true. If you check his resume with women, you might want to check out. It ain't too many competing with him. That's a fact, bro. That's a fact. I mean. Maybe Diddy. Mariah Carey. Yeah. Christina Milian. Oh damn! Yeah, damn. yeah, damn. and then we're not gonna talk about this current run he's on. Yeah, they yeah. all twelves. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> Every single one of them a twelve. That's a fact. He he, and then that's the ones we know. Right. We're not talking about the oops. Yeah. You know, Nick, Nick got oops money. Yeah. <laughs> so so this is the thing: is niggas mad that he got oops money, or is niggas mad that every time you turn up with Nick, it's like oops, he go another baby. Money, because the baby thing just started. He, I mean, he did what four? What they say, four and six months? Yeah, that's crazy. But I think he had two with Mariah Carey. So if he's got a total of seven, right? Two was with her, and then there's a huge gap, maybe one in there, and then four in six months. Yeah, that nigga. You might be right. That nigga's the hardest working nigga ever. You see what I'm saying? Like that nigga shooting percentage is incredible. Yeah, I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at him. Trade Ben Simmons for him. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, bro! I ain't even going. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just really. I bring up Nick because in the in the in the greater discussion about his contribution to the culture, um, you know, and of course we know he went through that bullshit. Uh, I think it was last year, some months back, uh, with the uh with some members of the supposed Jewish community. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna say some members of the supposed Jewish community um, already know these fucking ADL motherfuckers and all these bastards gonna be, uh, you know, I guess I just said so-called Jewish or whatever the fuck, so they gonna say I'm anti-Semitic, so I'm Mm -hmm. ready for that shit, because as soon as you disagree with a motherfucker and say some shit, they got a label for you. I am not not anti-Semitic because I am not against the people who speak the Semitic languages. Mm. So before you motherfuckers go and do that bullshit, take that right there with you and go do some look up, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Because I know my shit. And and you motherfuckers can't cancel shit over here so you can suck a dick. I'm going to say what I want to say. And that's really what the fuck it is. Nobody's anti-Semitic. I'm not against... Nobody that ain't never did shit to me. It's really that simple. But I'm gonna always speak fact. And the fact is, them so-called motherfuckers with that shit in the middle of their fucking bald ass head in the back, as soon as you say some shit that they don't agree with Mm -hmm. or some shit that um, questions uh, their legitimacy Mm -hmm. as a group of people or religious group or however they wanna designate themselves, as um, soon as you say some shit, it's a label on you. And, uh, yeah. yeah. But, I, but you know what I respect about it? 
they motherfuckers stick together. Whether they right That's or wrong. Fact. That's a fact. Whether they right or wrong. You That's know what I'm fact. saying? We'll ring each other out. Damn enough. They Everybody except us, bro. They gonna stick together and they'll talk about it later. Yeah. I was I was I I felt I was conflicted about um Nick's I didn't look at it as an apology. I looked at it if if you really like paid attention to that time, I really looked at it in in true context as more of an explanation mm-hmm. of his thoughts. I didn't look at it as a genuine apology, as a true apology. Right. Right. Uh, nah, I ain't gonna say genuine or not as a true apology. And from that standpoint, I still respect what the nigga said. He just really was on his hey. If anybody was fucked up about what I said, I acknowledge that. My bad. If you took it that way, that wasn't it. But because y'all saying some shit that's different from what I'm saying or different from what I'm thinking, guess what? I'm gonna address it. I'm gonna address it and I'm gonna take it a step further and appease you motherfuckers and actually open my mind even further to more learning to see if it's something that I'm missing. Exactly. Because I. If I'm not mistaken, he was basically saying something similar to what I was saying. Like, they stick together, mm-hmm. pool money, make mm-hmm. sure everybody's straight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure how that got screwed into, like, a negative thing. Well, because he had somebody on the show that was questioning the legitimacy of that specific group of supposed Jews. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, gotcha. so, you know, it's that shit. No, you know, how dare you know? Same shit they do to Farrakhan. Gotcha. Same shit they do to Farrakhan. You know what I'm saying? They take a sound bite and a little clip and they take that shit and turn some dumb shit mm-hmm. into like really some nothing and make it a big ass deal. Um, but before I get away from the point, like, you know, with Nick having gone through all of those different dynamics and challenges uh, over the last year, couple of years, mm-hmm. um, not to mention a lot of people forget that he's been diagnosed with lupus. Yeah. That was something that I'd actually forgotten about until, you know, we kind of got into more dialogue, you know, mm-hmm. pregame. And, um, yeah. you know, when you brought it up, I was like, that's right, bro. really has been, you know, he been, you know, he he probably one of the hardest working motherfuckers in the industry. Like jokes and no jokes, seriously. Yeah, facts. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? That man goes in. And everything he does, I feel like. The drum lines, the fucking uh, wilding out. As corny out. as we say he is, it's all successful. And it's but it's but it's, but those actual platforms are really dope. He's corny. Yeah. He's. I mean, we perceive him as corny. Let me let me rephrase that. We perceive him as corny for some reason, and I kind of know those reasons. I mean, it's corny. Yeah. But you yeah. can you can still do good work and you be can corny. Still, right. Hey, bruh. He really has made a mark on and for the culture. For sure. And the only thing niggas could think to fucking talk about is how many babies this nigga having. At the same time. Come on, bruh. Like, and and I'm never gonna be the moral authority. I'm never gonna be the nigga here to talk about what's right. What's, what's right to me, personally, is what any motherfucker wanna do with their business and their time. For sure. And, you know, I got my own motherfucking kids to worry about. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, as a father with three sons, three adult sons, um, I ain't going to I ain't going to lie. I'm glad to see a nigga repopulating. Yo, I had so many young folk like like teens and like early 20s that say they not even thinking about or want kids at yeah. all. Like like at all. Yeah. I remember being young and being like, 
not now, right? But not not never. Like they just like no, don't want to do that. Don't want to deal with it. You know what, man? As a uh, as a young nigga coming up, um, and I'm talking like really small, like elementary school. Mm-hmm. Like I always wanted to be a father. Mm. Like no bullshit. Like I really always wanted to be a motherfucking father. Well, you cr- you spoke to you. You know what I'm saying? Having your pops giving you the gift of gab, right? Yeah. You knew what it was supposed, what it could look like. Right. 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 So when you, I think when you see it from the angle of just broken homes and shitty relationships and all that, you you tend to be like, you know what? Yeah. I'm probably good just dolo. Facts. You know what Facts. I mean? Um, but when you see it model, because too, like my pops was always around. Yeah. So for me, it was never like, I'm not going to have kids. It was just like, not right now. Right. But I'd like to have a boy and a girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't get that choice, but that's my, that's what I'm shooting for. Now tell me this. Um, and I'm gonna get back to the point, but like I like free flowing dialogue like mm-hmm. this. So you wanna you want a boy or a girl or a girl? I want both. Right, bet. Mm-hmm. Would you be? Would you want? And I'm gonna ask you a dumbass question. I'm gonna tell you why I'm asking this shit. Would you want or not want a gay child? That ain't my choice. Would you be cool with it? Yeah, bet. So my my older brother is gay okay um and so i guess one of my older brothers was gay and i didn't find out about it until years I'm, later but yeah in all honesty i think my brother's bi but he identifies as gay and see i think bi is gay now what you think about that coming from from a from a and 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 it's probably rooted in an in an and and I'm gonna say this for the for for uh these little motherfuckers to get offended by everything because I know y'all gonna be yeah, these motherfuckers get on my nerves, bro. Everybody be offended by the dumbest ass shit. I don't be offended because I'm gonna have a conversation regardless. So it don't, I can't get offended. We don't, we talking. It's, you know when we go down this whole just rabbit hole about that shit, and I'm gonna get back to Nick, but you know when you brought that up, it just sparked another conversation, another thought. Um, because I had a, a Twitter dialogue with some folks mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. And it was somebody, it was a celebrity that said they didn't want their son to be gay. I had motherfuckers that was mad at me because I said I wouldn't want a gay child. Mm. How the fuck you mad because I'm saying I don't want a gay child? I didn't say I wouldn't accept a gay child. Like, what I'm finding as a black man is that we're always vilified for our preferences. Women can always have fucking preferences. You know what I'm saying? They can, oh, I, I only want a motherfucker that did six figures. Oh, I only want a nigga that's six feet tall. They love tall. The number six. They, yeah. They, six figures, six feet tall. Six feet tall. Bruh, they always got preferences. But when we got preferences, it's, it's a motherfucking it's the problem. World. The fuck out of here. That's the end of the world. So, I'm gonna get back. Look, I'm, I gotta, I, cause I gotta come back to it. Okay. The, 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 the bisexual is gay thing. Cause if you're a man and you're bisexual, that means you. So only, so can women be bisexual? Yeah. But men can't. It's not that they can't. Uh huh. Just in my thought, well, if you, if you a man, and you're having sex with another man. Uh huh you're gay but if you're a man having sex with a man and women you're considered bisexual correct 
still gay. Nah, because gay mean I only want men. Got you. Okay, you I can take that. Hey, hey, look, I need that because I'm here to be educated too. Yeah. I'm here to take on other thought processes and receive shit subjectively and yeah. see how it makes sense to me. And I love when a nigga say some shit and I can be like, you know what? That makes a lot of motherfucking sense. Yeah, it's just, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and what's wild, so I, I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there. So like my, my older brother, right, has literally called my phone and said, hey, I got this chick that wants to fuck brothers, right? Damn. He's in a gay relationship. Okay. His partner knows about the girl. Okay. But her thing is she would like to fuck brothers. That's that's all. I'm not bisexual, right? So I turned it down because I don't want to know nothing about your adult dick older brother. You know what I'm saying? What happened in the bathtub as kids when our parents made us take right, a bath right, together. Right, it's totally right. different from us both willingly pulling our dicks out together facts, for this chick. Facts, facts, I'm good. You know what facts. I'm saying? But he's still in a gay relationship. Got you. But that is heterosex. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't G shout out like you wouldn't do that train with bro? I don't believe it was going to be a G. Because again, he's still gay. Gotcha. I don't know what gotcha. she might have been looking for the brothers to do to get the rest of it. Like it might not have been both of us just hitting her. Facts, facts, you know facts, facts, facts. I'm, I'm, I'm now you, you treat me like a video game. I'm just supposed to perform whatever task you want. That's gotcha. not what I'm here for. Got you. Got you. Know you. What I'm saying? Got you. Uh, yeah, that, Man, that's, that's where I'm looking at it from. That's crazy, bro. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny as shit, bro. I love it though. But this is this. That's what I'm saying. This is the shit that's really going on out here. Right? Yeah. So like. Like you know, I never thought about running a G with none of my brothers, but then my brothers are like so much older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like my brothers are actually old enough to be like my parent kind of jive almost. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because um, yeah, see, crazy. to me, a G you could you could call that by too. Why do you want to be in the room with another dick? I don't want to be in a room with another nigga dick out. I ain't even so gonna lie, man, gay so or not or whatever it is. Hard, I ran a G or show, but but your man's dick was yeah dick, dick close to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I don't even pee in the urinal next to a nigga, so why would I want? Hey, bruh, Since I was in the motherfucking <laughs> military, like I used to hate that shit. You know, in a marine, you know, uh, I, I I was a former. I was in the Marine Corps. Okay, okay. And uh, you know, even when you in boot camp, they have like the fucking the latrines and shit. Mm-hmm. So it ain't like separate stalls. Yeah. So it's just this one whole fucking metal thing, and it's just a bunch of Lying niggas lined up. Pissing. Yeah, and everybody dig out and pissing. Like I always thought that shit was weird as a bitch. Yeah, not a fan. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. I, I ain't mean to get away. It's like when we brought that shit up and then, <laughs> you know, it take a nigga another thought. But let me get back to Nick. Uh I, I apologize to people listening if y'all can't follow. Um but that's again why we're not visual because you motherfuckers need to open your ears and listen, listen. and follow some shit. Um, with all of Nick's accolades, uh-huh. some of the controversy that he's been through with the so-called jo- Jewish community, um, you know, the man got lupus. Why the fuck are we so infatuated as a society with how many babies this man is having? That's that's really what I'm trying to get to. Like, why? And I get that he's a, you know, I'm using my air quotes right here. He's a public figure, celebrity, whatever the fuck they want to call it. 
at the end of the day, that nigga still a human being with free will to do what the fuck he want to do, whatever the fuck he want to do it, whatever the fuck he feel like it. Why are we so infatuated, even with people that we know personally? Every nigga in this room, every motherfucker listening to this podcast knows somebody personally, some nigga that's got a rack of fucking kids. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Mm I want to say some shit that I can't really say, but I know some people close to me that's got a lot of fucking kids. My man on Nick Hills. Bruh, my father used to be like, you know, God rest his soul, I miss that nigga. He used to be like, man, why so-and-so ain't on goddamn kids? Why don't that nigga put his dick in his pants? Won't you tell that nigga? Man, I'm not telling that nigga nothing. And I'm not going to say who that person is, but just the fact that my father used to be like, I was like, pop, stop it. That's that nigga business. However many babies he having, guess what? He's taking care of all of them financially. He's spending time with all of them physically. Like he's really, this person this close to me has a relationship with all his kids. Now, is he in the house with every last one of them? Obviously not because it's a lot of mothers involved in a lot of these kids. But at the same token, I've been around, I've seen obviously from what I see and you know, up close and personal and this some 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 close shit, motherfucker taking care of his responsibilities. It's not for me to decide how many kids for a nigga to have. And it's not for me to be a bitch ass nigga and go and talk about, oh, well, he's not in the home with all of them, so he's creating all of these broken homes. He's uh there's so many kids, how can each one of them get their individual time? And I get that as a father with like three sons, like yes, at some point, all of your kids need some type of individual attention mm-hmm. um, and care and shit like that, and I get it. But the, the original premise for me is always, who are we as other people that are not financially responsible for these children, not emotionally or physically responsible for these children, why do we give a fuck and why are we so appalled that this nigga want to have a rack of kids that ain't our fucking business? I, I, I think it's, it's a, a, a... We don't want to see someone like Nick Cannon with the, the abilities he has financially, with the resources he has, right? To just do it this way. We'd rather see him build a, a, a nice little empire of a family. We'd much rather see, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he can. Okay, we can agree that he got the money to take care of him, the health care, all of that. He could probably put them all in one house and pay the women to all live in outhouses behind the joint and be fine. But is that realistically the best case scenario to raise kids in, to raise black kids in? You know what I'm saying? To a certain extent, I think it, we, outside looking at we still making it the issues we had in the 80s with the, the fathers just not being there. Because he can't be there to that extent. And the difference between, I think, Nick and your man is time. Nick don't have time. Nick got 78,000 shows. The women in different states, different countries, whatever. How could I, right? Then the last thought I had on it was... uh. You know how weird it is to have siblings you don't have a relationship with? That's a whole nother motherfucking show. Cause I got some siblings that 
this old as fuck older than me and I ain't meet these motherfuckers till 2005. The, the same brother I was talking about asked me to, to, to run the train on shorty but ain't never met his niece. You did what I'm saying? That's so, crazy. This is what I'm saying. So when you not always, you know what I'm saying? That that disconnect of the, 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 the sibling relationship. Right. Sibling relationships can be really, really, really impactful in your life. Facts. Um, negative and positively. Just as much as I think as, you know, a parent could be almost. Because um, a lot of times you've seen siblings tough it out together and then they become successful regardless of where they came from. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think those aspects make it something to, to, to at least be like, yo, Nick, like, what's the plan here? Right. Um, but he said he planned this shit. In your heart of hearts, um, and again, because, of course, my original premise was always, why are we so invested in another nigga business? Mm -hmm. This, like, I'm not paying for this nigga's kids. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, people say dumb shit like, you know, a motherfucker have a whole bunch of kids, nigga be like, yeah, hey, motherfucker having all these babies. Shit, my taxes paying to feed them fuck kids. Nigga, your taxes ain't that, paying that to ain't feed a issue. goddamn thing. That ain't the issue. You know, and the motherfuckers say shit like that. Them the motherfuckers that actually think our taxes pay the police. That ain't even the do, fucking case. Do you think Nick doing this at his stature and his visibility only perpetuates stereotypes about black men anyway? Yes. I can dig that. If I'm being honest, if I'm being realistic about it, absolutely. But at the end of the day, <laughs> it ain't my motherfucking business. It's nobody's motherfucking business, bro. That's the shit that be blowing me. Like, and and I totally agree. And 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 that's that's where I'm conflicted. Mm, okay. That's where I'm conflicted in my thought process. You know, uh, you know, it's enough goddamn kids out here ain't got no dad in the home. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I know motherfuckers always, you know, your mama this, your mama your first love, all that shit. I love the shit out of my mama. She's still here, thank God she's here. Uh, just saw her yesterday. Um, I was a daddy's boy growing up. That was my nigga, bruh, like, uh, that's just what it is, you know what I'm saying? So I really had a strong father figure. Mind you, my father had, you know, hella indiscretions uh, that I may or may not discuss at some time on the show, uh, but, that was my man's. I never was out here fucked up in the world. Um, I've actually got a couple of siblings. Um, so if I will, my father had three of us. Okay. We had three different mothers. Uh, my oldest brother by my father has me by 16 years. Damn. Right. My sister, uh, she got me by nine. Okay. And then it was me. So my father was married to my bro to my brother's mother. Laying on the reset button. Yeah, they split up. Nah, let's start over. Yeah, let's they split over. up. And then Pops, you know, he was in New York. He moved to D.C. After he moved to D.C., he had my sister by her mother. Um, you know, I'm D.C. born, you know, D.C., PG, born and raised, all that shit. Okay. My sister, as a matter of fact, um, not too far from where we are, actually. Everybody's like pretty much within a close proximity from, from literally where we are. Okay. Um, he never married my sister's mom for whatever reason. He married my mother. Uh, I think they had, they got married like four years before I was born and they was together until my daddy passed. So okay. well into like the motherfuckers together like, I think shit, the motherfuckers together like 40, 
Forty something fucking years. Damn, see, my shit was opposite. My folks was married at like five. They split, so I got to see my father do his thing. Yeah. Um, and it taught me a lot about you know how to move with women, how to date women, how to you know what I'm saying treat them appropriately. Yeah. Show them a nice time. Be respectful. Um, keep a player at the same time. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Real nigga shit. Yeah, because I mean, I, he remarried when I was like 21. God so I damn. had like 16 years of just watching. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the way I drink to this day is pops. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Like, even thinking about that dynamic and the fact that Nick has all of these kids who at some point later in life will have similar um, stories, experiences mm -hmm. to share. Again, for what he's bringing to the culture for us as a people, um, you know, I'm gonna always kind of recognize and acknowledge him as the Bill Cosby of this generation from a media standpoint, from what he's provided to the culture. And it's been a lot of positive experiences. Mm -hmm. So if the one blemish, cause like that, that, that bullshit uh, the ADL was mad about some dumb shit. Them niggas mad about everything. Them motherfuckers was mad because Farrakhan spoke at DMX funeral and they was outraged. The fuck y'all outraged about? Like y'all don't even give a fuck about DMX, but y'all mad because Farrakhan appeared at his wedding, I mean at his funeral, forgive me, and uh, that's not something that they think should be accepted by the masses. Uh, all them bald head motherfuckers need to sit the fuck down and mind they fake self-righteous ass business get the fuck out of black people's shit. You know, I just thought of something while you were saying that because you was talking about you know what Nick has provided to the culture, right? Mm -hmm. And you would you would assume, right, or hope that you know great leaders in our world, men or women, uh, would spawn great leaders, right? And they could give a lot of game, a lot of knowledge, a lot of access, a lot of all of those things, right? Facts. Maybe Nick need twelve kids. Cause he got the resources to take care of those types of things. He has the, the 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 information from being in rooms we're never gonna see. Man, bruh, yes. To give these kids, right? <sighs> so I look at like when I watch uh what Diddy's doing with his kids. Big facts. Access access resources and being in that environment for I respect a, that shit too. A, a amount of time. These ain't even all Diddy's like birthed kids. These are some of these are adopted from women's previous marriages or what have you yeah. he's putting everybody in position the best way he can yeah um and the, i guess the reason that thought really hit me is because I, I saw some clip and i can't even remember who nick was talking to but he was like yo everybody's asking about you know these women and these kids he said y'all see the photos they posting they smiling i'm smiling facts this was planned yeah so if it's planned right then it, it makes me think twofold one like i said what legacy, what information, what access can he pass down, right? Yeah. But then the other side is, you spoke to earlier, the lupus. Is this a legacy grab? Exp expound on that a little bit. Like, because coming into this, he had three kids, right? Prior to this last six-month run. Okay. These four that he's had in the last six puts him at seven. So, you know, Nick is a very spiritual brother. There might be something about the number seven and, and all of that. And he was just like, look, my time here has a, has, a, has a very defined end date now based on my diagnosis. He may know something we don't know. Mm -hmm. And 
he's doubling down on putting as much cannons in the world as he can. We don't, Nick Cannon might be the only son his dad had, and he got to carry the, the the name legacy. We don't know. You're right about that. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think, I think about, about that it shit because my brother ain't gonna have kids. Oh fuck, that's right. And all I got is a daughter so far. Damn. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. legacy wise, I'm like, yo, I gotta shoot the ball again. So so <laughs> so, and and I don't mean to, and I don't mean to disrupt. No, like, good. I'm glad you said that. What's your feeling on that? Like. How many times you gonna try till you get that boy? That's wildness. I mean, I, I think I gotta be fiscal, fiscally responsible. Um, but at the same time, my daughter is about to be twelve. Oh shit, nigga, you crazy? Yeah. So if I do hit the reset and it ain't a boy, that's it. Bet I bet, ain't bet, gonna bet. just keep shooting the ball. Cause I, I wanted a daughter, um, and I actually thought that my youngest son, who's now twenty, almost twenty one, I thought he was gonna be a girl, and I was like, I'm be done. But uh, I end up with three, three fucking boys. boys, and uh, after that nigga, I was like, shit. So I got fixed. Yeah, my, my man got because I ain't got no more money. My man shot the ball four times. He got married, had three girls in a row. Damn, that's my brother actually. And one the, of them. The last one was a boy. Yeah, yeah. So he got four now. That was my brother. Yeah, I'm yeah. not shooting. That actually, got times. five now. But yeah, he. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna shoot four times to get a to get a boy. Yeah. Yeah. The, my plan was to have a boy first and then the girl like two years later. That way I got some security in school with her. Right. That didn't work. That's really how I think a lot of cats that really care about fatherhood and want to be fathers. I always feel like that's the prevailing thought when you start having the kids that you want to have a boy first to be the protector and different yeah, shit. Yeah, when like you that. ain't that's there, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The second man of the house type shit. With Nick. So. The lupus, it actually could be a legacy grab. And that's an interesting perspective that I had not taken into consideration at all. Um, if you were a betting man, mm -hmm. and I'm assume, we, just for shits and grins, we're gonna assume that you're not. If you were a betting man, in the grand scheme of things relative to him having all these kids and potentially being able to arm them with a lot of the information that he's gotten out of some of these very, very exclusive rooms and settings that he's been in, as you alluded to earlier. Yeah. In your heart of hearts, do you think he's really having all these kids so that he could really take some of that knowledge, pass it down and really try to build his own media conglomerate within his family before, you know, within a certain time frame. Um, I mean, how old is Nick? Nick ain't forty yet, is he? Nah, that nigga, he not. I, I, don't, I don't know if Nick over forty, but let's assume let's assume he right there. Okay, I ain't gonna lie. I thought the nigga was like forty two, but I ain't sure. But I don't know why that forty two numbers in my mind because like I well, really don't fucking know. Let's so. just let's let's go with that, right? So all these kids just happen when they hit. You know, of age eighteen, technically he forty on the nose. Um, okay. So you okay. know, realistically, right, the trajectory Nick fell on, right? He needs a decade with those kids to put them in position. Because at 10, 11, 12, he can have him at Nickelodeon. He can have him at Disney. Got a whole app now. He can have that all that set up. Damn, you're right. Right. You're right. He already got all these executive producers and da da da. da all these relationships. I mean, from ad dollars to the shows to the production of the shows, like. He got all that, and he understands what the new market of media is as far as ownership with, with your podcast and with your video product, 
and how to place it online. So I think, you know, I I, I do think there is, I, I'd bet on the legacy play. I would because he, he's got too much set up, right? Three of them kids got it double because they got Mariah Carey as a mom. Nigga, that's crazy. That's crazy as shit. You know what I'm saying? So when you talk about people that can literally like just change a room when they, if Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey walk in any room, the room stops. That's a fact. I don't care who's in there. I don't care if Bill Gates and and Warren Buffett and all of them is in there, they're gonna stop. Yeah. Cause you don't see that much power in one place. Mariah Carey shuts down the country every year for Christmas. Christmas time, you right bro, you right the, about that. the same song. Yeah. That's bigger than just oh we like this. Her song. little beehive niggas get on my nerves too, bro. Like they worse than the beehive and the fucking uh yeah, uh Ryan the Nicki Minaj about in a long time. Yeah, they yeah, wild as yeah. a Yeah, you got that song, but that like cultural relevance outside of Christmas culture. Yeah, we haven't cared in a long time. Yeah, she do got a vicious record though. It's about to drop if it, if it didn't already with uh Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. They doing this uh. It's a new joint. They got like fucking Mariah, goddamn Tony Braxton, and some other motherfucking one. Like I've been oh, following man, I got them opin- shit. I got opinions about that, but yeah. I haven't heard the song. It just sounds like it's gonna sound old. It's gonna. It sounds like it's gonna sound dated. Put it that way. Okay. Not I, like it's gonna be a bad song. It's just gonna sound like a good song from 15 years ago. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. I'm just excited because of Jam and Lewis because them like them niggas is like on the Mount Rushmore. I need them to do a versus, but I don't know who they go with against. Nigga, so they fucked it up. I felt like. Now I'm gonna tell you who I think duo. I'm gonna tell you who they could go with. Jam and Lewis could go, and, 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 and there's a there's a there's a there's a time uh little time stretch there. Gambling Huff. Mm. Now see, mine would have been Pharrell and uh, Chad against against Jam and Lewis. Hey, ooh ooh, think about it. That's both of their catalogs. Pharrell got joints. He do. He do. He got hella shit. Got joints. Yeah, that's a fact. Mmm. Like, I mean, you talking about like? You know what? Joints with snoops. Joints with all like. That would be for real. uh, That's the whole culture. Every age bracket. I I I don't know why I feel like the babyface Teddy Riley shit. Right. Mm. That versus was actually cool, with the exception I felt like. A lot of the people that followed that verses wasn't really motherfuckers that really like some of the last couple of verses have been specifically for motherfuckers that follow the people involved. Mm-hmm. That verses it wasn't really motherfuckers that straight followed Teddy or motherfuckers that straight followed Babyface. You know what I'm saying? That uh, was when it was the, the demographic when it was still super young then. Yeah, so early in it, nigga, they and that was my that. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't gonna lie. I got a lot of motherfucking action to them niggas, bro. Like, that was my, that was my, my prom was fucking New Jack Swing Mm. and Whip Appeal. Yeah, Whip Appeal. Nigga, if you couldn't get no pussy during that time, something was wrong with you. Bro, Whip Appeal, one of them ones. I ain't. (laughs) Yeah. From the, yeah. I was young when that came, but that was one of them ones. Yeah, bro. That shit was wild. That song still goes. Big facts. It's still, it's still a good song. Big facts, big facts. To this day. It's crazy how, you know, we make these different little segues and kind of connect the dots, but this Nick shit is really fucking with me from the standpoint that I'm just trying to figure when are we as a people or and or as a culture gonna get away 
from worrying so much about people's personal preference with the fuck they want to do in their own motherfucking time. That's what I'm trying to like. I'm really trying to understand how we've been so conditioned to care so much about shit that ain't got a motherfucking thing to do with us. Well, that's how a uh, celebrity is made. You know what I mean? They put information in front of you that you don't really care about, but it's put in front of you. But where's our thought process? And where is that? Where is that line of delineation in just critical thinking? That like when that shit hits you, like for motherfuckers that really eat up that kind of shit. Like I call them, the, I call them internet motherfuckers. That's just what I call them. They internet, social media <laughs> sure. motherfuckers. The old internet ass nigga. Old social media ass motherfucker. Where does that shit come from in your mind and in your thought process that you really can't think about shit else positive or anything that's positively self-serving to you because you're so worried about a nigga that you don't know that don't really give a fuck about you for real unless you're a fan, mm -hmm. you know, because, uh, you know, there are some folks, you know, they really you know, from a celebrity standpoint, really give a fuck about their fans. Cause if you think about cancel culture, uh, which fuck cancel culture, you know, I'm always on fuck, you like bitch, nobody's canceling shit around here. Who the fuck do people think they are that they can cancel some shit? And most of the motherfuckers that always wanna cancel shit, they don't even fuck with the people. You don't know shit about the motherfucker until you heard this shit, and then you be like, "I'm gonna cancel him. He's canceled, bitch. You're not even a fan, nigga. You're you not even a fan of this. You're not nigga. a part of anyway. But Facts. To, to your point, right? There's this phrase, and I'm sure y'all have heard it. Uh, you know, uh, I pay attention to the business that pays me. Well, if you ain't got nothing that's paying you, you pay attention to everybody else's business that's paying them. That's a gem, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's like, a motherfucking gem. So they just watching what you're doing, and then they talk about that because there's nothing in their life to talk about. That's a fact. They go he to work and they come home, and then and then that's the internet, motherfuckers. The internet has created groupthink, right? So if you got groupthink mm -hmm. on top of I ain't got shit going on, then I'ma just go with the masses. Hey, bro. This shit don't make sense, but that's what they doing. Do you know that's my favorite, dumbest phrase, term in the world? Groupthink, nigga. Where in the fuck did this shit come from? Did we, hey look, we all supposed to feel the same exact way about, we had this on the last show. We all supposed to think the same way about Bill Cosby. We all supposed to think the same way about R. Kelly. We all supposed to think the same way about Michael Jackson. We all supposed to think the way, quote unquote, air quotes again, the way everybody think about some shit. Bruh, who the fuck? Like where is the critical thinking in people in general. They took it from us and put it into algorithms. Real, real, real game. And the algorithms is making us have this fucking conversation because I was sick of niggas and the, the motherfuckers talking about Nick. Have you seen on Netflix, there's a documentary, I don't think they took it down yet. It's called The Social Dilemma. If you haven't watched that, watch that shit. I've heard about it and I'm, I promise you, I promise you I'm gonna watch that motherfucker this weekend. That joint explains it to a T and I see it because I do digital marketing, right? So right. I, I understand like how they get in front of people from their behavioral standpoints, right? So the way that the, the, the social networks are set up, right? Number one, if you look at, at any research on like what people are prone to tell a next person about, 
it's negative, right? Like if you if we go up the street right now to the Applebee's, me and you, right, and we have a fucking horrible experience, right? And we come back here, we're gonna tell your executive producer about that horrible experience. Fact. If we go up there and everything is status quo, we're not gonna come back and say nothing about it. That's a fact. Right? That's a fact. So that happens online. The algorithm picks it up. Someone else doesn't like it. Algorithm picks that up. And then it just starts churning and it grows. That's the way it's built. So if you, I mean, you could put positivity in too, but the human brain is more attracted to talk about pain than pleasure. That's crazy, bro. I ain't never want to talk about no painful shit. Like, I'm always trying to talk about something pleasurable. Yeah, and then you get looked at funny when you say a little sexual comment or a little, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we've made, again, they make it that way. So what's funny, it's crazy how you say you get looked at crazy as a sexual comment. I'm going to get back to Nick, but you keep making these goddamn points that make take me in another direction. I'm coming out goddamn uh, past Kennedy Center today. I see this black uh, black girl and a white girl that was walking together, and the, uh, the black girl was really chocolate. Like she was really chocolatey, you know what I'm saying? And there's always this stigma uh, around, you know, quote unquote, dark skinned women, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I just really felt compelled to say, hey, young lady, you are a very beautiful black woman. Man, this bitch fucking shoot me off and all this wild shit like she, you would have thought I call her mama a bitch or something. I just kind of let the shit, you know what I'm saying? I just kept it moving, but I was like, and I know I'm gonna probably take heat for this. I don't really give a fuck, but in my mind, I was like, you wasn't even really cute like that to be acting like that. You know what I'm saying? Like a nigga was giving you a simple fucking compliment. Like this what the fuck we doing? Mm -hmm. Like I was really trying to acknowledge a sister mm -hmm. with some positive Energy. shit. You know, I couldn't have said, hey, young lady, you have a great mind cause I didn't fucking know her. Right. I just happened to see it was the aesthetic which hits us first and it was just like, wow, she's a really nice looking, very chocolate woman. I love to see dog skin women because I'm dog as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Um, and a lot of times people get complexion mixed up with semblance. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Even from the aesthetic standpoint, just cause you dog, you ugly. Nah. Which ain't the fucking case. You know what I'm saying? So, but this Nick shit really just got me because it was so much shit. Like I even had motherfuckers arguing with me Online, like I think I, uh, uh, I don't know if it was, um, actually I'm not gonna say who I thought it was cause I can't remember exactly who uh, put up the post, but someone, one of them internet, Instagram blogs posted some shit about the whole Nick joint. Mm -hmm. And um, normally I'm really apprehensive about commenting on shit like that. Cause you know, these internet niggas, they, so fucking bored they don't really have no life these motherfuckers will go back and forth and argue like a motherfucker all day nigga i don't argue with my own motherfucking wife so i'm definitely not about to argue with some nigga i don't know sitting behind the screen but it was really like they was like oh y'all motherfuckers just reckless out here and y'all just having all these kids and why is he having it? and he ain't got been, and I mean, he to y'all <laughs> that's nick cannon that's him the fuck that's all i'm saying bro i'm just Man, that shit made me want to jump out the goddamn window sometime. How the it's fuck funny me? how Nick Cannon doing that. It's a y'all thing, right? If I go out here and shoot somebody, it's a me thing. Facts. That's Big facts. Why it ain't a y'all thing then? Weird as a bitch, bro. It's all weird. It's all weird. It's all video game shit to me. Like you're pro. It's all programming. Yeah. It's literally all program. I've watched because I've watched it happen. I've literally ran an ad and watched people's perspective change on shit. That's crazy. 
but it's it's how you do it and how you know what I'm saying it's 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 a way it's doable is what I'm saying with what you've seen specific to Nick Cannon and some of the outcry and you know all the different you know all the conflicting thoughts um have you seen more women reacting negatively to him you know having all these kids or have you seen men because I'm gonna tell you what I saw I saw a couple of fucking dudes making the comments about you know why is he having all these kids and he shouldn't be doing this and he's a broken home. I'm like, nigga, shut your sissy ass up. It was mostly women, but the niggas you talking about are what we call a pick me. They just trying to get some attention from the women in the comments. Bro, I can't stand them niggas, bro. They corny. Gay as a bitch. But you know, that's the that's the other beauty of the internet, right? Like, as corny as a nigga is on the street, they're cornier online. Whatever you are, you just elevate that online. Facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, corny gonna happen. And that ain't Nick Cannon corny. That's corny corny. Hey, 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 hey. Like, we be messing with Nick because like he won with the turbans and he not the flyest dude. But like none of that impedes his progress with these women. Fact. He hey, bro. Progress with this money. Them bras love them turbans, bro. You know I ain't gonna saying? lie. I always thought the turban was fly as shit. I couldn't do it, but yeah, like it, it, to each their own, man. Like, yeah. You seen the, uh, the the Wild and Out girls? Every one of them, beautiful. You think he hitting them all? Um, I think some of the girls that he's having babies by our ex uh, Wild and Out girls. I can see that. Cause you know them rappers, them rapper niggas, they always Not all make- of them, that's a lot of work. That's, yeah. I don't think you work that hard. Yeah, they be <laughs> making all these jokes. If you listen to like some of the rap when they do the little uh, skits and shit, when they be, you well, know. community gonna create some sex. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what I'm saying? It don't matter yeah. where you at. Restaurant, staff, they fact. all be having, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a fact. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, nah, that's gonna happen. But uh, I don't think it's all Nick. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got a lot of battle rappers up there, a lot of comedians up there. They may be trying to work their way up to Nick and just not get there. Yeah, that's, I can see that. But I'm I sure it's uh, there's there's a lot of sex moving around that's the, the people on that stage. I can see that. I, I ain't got that. no facts, but I ain't telling a lie. Right, 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 right. <laughs> hey, and that's the saying? main thing. We ain't lying here. You know, I just would like to see us as a people, as a culture, as a group of people, get away from. Group think, mm-hmm. thinking that we all gotta think the same, feel the same about every last issue because a lot of the shit that we be going back and forth about is shit that we will never fucking know because we wasn't there. But then in the bigger in the bigger picture, bruh, them is this man's kid. Hey, look, I think we should call this episode Nick's Dick. <laughs> and and I'm gonna tell you why I say that. <laughs> like the conversation is really about this man's fucking sexual exploits in the privacy of his own space. And that shit is not news. That shit is not some shit that's gonna help us elevate and thrive as a group of people. So I just would like to see us get away from all this fucking love and hip hop fuck bullshit, bro. Like, I wanna see us as a group of people get our mind on some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. But um, well, we gotta elevate some other than celebrity in our community. Facts, bro. Facts. Like the people that be thinking, we don't even talk about them. You're right. We only talk about you know who rapping this, who sleeping Nick's this dick. Nick, Nick's dick. That's all we talk about. All of that. It's tough because I mean I, I see people like like we Russell Simmons got kids. We don't never see him with his kids. Um, you know, there's a lot of other other figures who who have kids by multiple women that we're not talking about. I think. Right. The, the trigger with this was more the, the time span. Um, but I, I don't think Cause that- Cause he is slinging the motherfuckers out. I'm sorry, I mean, yeah, rubber, yeah. I don't think that in the the way we would like to see the home, 
I don't think he can pull that off. Like that, he's one man. Um, I think if he had seven kids in one house, it would be hard to be as involved as we would want a black father to be. So to have shit, seven I got kids three as hard as a bitch. Multiple houses with multiple women, energy changing, states changing. Yeah, I think that's gonna be challenging. Um, granted, he has the finances to make it easier for him, but is it gonna be what I would believe to be ideal? Nah. It can't be. He can put them in the best schools, the best camps, the best um, nannies in every house, and it's still going to be something missing. Actually, my final thought is really in line with that specific to only I don't think that that would be the ideal circumstance with which to try to raise all these kids. Um, but on final thought shit, they ain't my motherfucking kids. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, bro. Like, you know, so don't get me wrong. Like, yes, we do have a thought, and I agree with you 140%. If it were me, I would not want the pressure of having all of those kids, having to try to raise all those kids, working as hard as that dude is working, knowing and understanding the climate that we're in right now, that all of those kids need their individual time at some point. All them kids going to want a car at the exact same time. That's a fact. But that nigga got it. I ain't got it. They ain't mine. I don't give a fuck. Y'all need to get some shit on y'all, man. Yeah, internet motherfuckers. Capo, I appreciate you coming on, man, bro. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, shouts to my man, Licious, you know what I'm saying? My exec producer for, you know, uh, structuring shit, helping keep niggas on point, helping keep the dialogue flowing, and really just uh, bringing us back to some order and some structure. And this has been a great dialogue, brother. I appreciate it. You know, we had, we had a special... Uh, we had a special guest in the building, one of the uh, dopest people that I know in the DMV. We call him the people's publicist. Mr. Haywood Donerson Third is in the building. And uh, that brother's behind a lot of significant moves and things that are happening within the DMV. Um, I ain't gonna give y'all his Instagram because his shit private anyway. He be posting shit and I be like, damn bro, open that motherfucker up, man. So I can so I could share that shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, thank you all for joining us this evening again, Capo, I appreciate you, brother. Um, thank you, thank you. And I ain't gonna lie, bro, you got an open seat, man, you come on this motherfucker every week, you feel like, I don't give a fuck, just That's love. That's busting we, this motherfucker. We, we need to have some dialogue off mic, too. Hey, yeah, sure. yeah, we gonna sure. do that, we gonna do that, man. Sure. And um, you can catch the podcast every Tuesday, 2 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, YouTube, Spotify, and soon, if not already, Apple Podcasts. Um, and we will be expanding to more platforms, I promise you. So uh, we plan on being wherever the fuck you listening to shit at, that's where the fuck we gonna be at. You know what I'm saying? So frankly speaking with Frankie fucking D. Appreciate it.